0: I'm bawling my brains out.
1: (laughs) That was beautiful.
0: Wow. Guys, go home, turn off your computer, because the rest of the show is going to be garbage (laughs) compared to that. You got your money up front. Hey, uh, we can't hear you clap for Riley, but everybody give it up for Riley Bray. Come on. Super producer. Seriously, just crying Crying my eyes out. What a yeah.
2: what a way to! Oh, set you use me. a good these
3: days, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. What a way to set me up for this show. <laughs> I'm I'm in a very vulnerable place, as most of us are. That was beautiful, Riley. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mike. Um, once more, everybody, give it up for Riley Bray. Oh well, welcome, oh, thanks, welcome, 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 uh, everyone to Bigfoot Collectors Club live here on Ludo. It's our big. Live finale to Wet Hot Alien Summer Two, uh, Summer Abduction. Uh the, the show that was uh harder to get into than Area 51. <laughs> Congratulations. You made it, you Naruto run your way here. Uh we love you guys. Thank you. Thank
2: you. For Thanks here. for your perseverance. Yeah.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, but though uh, all in all seriousness, uh, I want to thank Ludo upfront for having us, for all of you for joining us. Uh, And helping out tonight, we have an invisible producer, Mike G. So thanks, Mike, for being up there. He's going to be helping us out with some stuff during the show. Obviously, I'm Michael McMillan, uh, your host of Bigfoot Collectors Club, the show where we talk to amazing guests about personal paranormal history and share stories of high strangeness. With me always is your other host. Bryce Johnson. And our super producer and beautiful voice. Oh, Riley Bray. Oh, boy, guys. Our finale to Wet Hot Aliens Summer 2, this sequel, oh, sorry, Summer Abduction, this sequel ran for 15 weeks. Yeah, we, that's a lot
1: of hot aliens, man. <laughs> we,
0: these, it's like we went back to the desert and found the alien bodies that had been like rotting from the second crash site for for a full year and uh (laughs) we're going through those remains I know for me it's been uh full of Rose and alien grays how are you guys holding up
1: pretty good man I'll tell you what I'll be happy to move on to some cryptids and to some Bigfoot action and uh and leave those UFOs and aliens for for a little while in in this last summer, I'm ready to move into some cooler weather and some and some cooler cryptids.
3: Well- <laughs> yeah,
2: for me it's just the weather, man. I have done sweating. I don't have AC in my studio and I've already got that that show glow going on that's
0: a rock star <laughs> that is a glam rock glow i mean glam glisten you know, yeah yeah glam glisten baby hashtag <laughs> riley braise glam glisten we that. need to bottle that up you know there are people who would buy that glam glisten you could just pour it straight you could just wring your hair out like this and we'll sell it as a premium over on the patreon <laughs> gnarly uh, yeah um so look there are i just want to say up front there are a few after show slots i think still available i could be wrong uh to have a little one-on-one uh after show at, uh, i almost said action which sounded really horrible hey i, I mean favorite. if
1: you get lucky you can always get money, money you know you know what I'm saying? you got five yeah.
0: minutes uh, yeah we didn't we didn't reach our patreon goal, goal for this <laughs> summer so i guess it's down to me but uh we will uh i'll be hanging out after the show for a little one-on-one meet and greets if any point in this show you decide i still like these guys and i want to talk to michael you can grab one of those limited spots uh right there in the lobby where you're at um also our producers are going to be fielding questions and comments throughout the show we can't see your chat but we're getting stuff in um so we will take your thoughts and input as they come in and then at the very end of the show we will have a formal q a where we where we will answer some of your questions riley any comments coming through so far that we just want to touch in on any I mean, questions
2: people are, people are asking um uh get on the beers great oh i know who this is because he sent me that thing he's asking how long till the cryptic battle royale version 2.0
0: guys halloween <laughs> is right around the corner zombie bigfoot scripted crypt is probably reopening for the month of october so you know we're gonna have a round two uh that will be an exclusive over on uh bcc the other side so go to patreon.com bigfootcollectorsclub subscribe there for all of our content if you guys aren't doing it uh i mean you guys really are there's a almost like 160 episodes plus some video episodes just waiting for you over there we have a blast i am emailing listeners every day with their questions and comments so if you really want to be part of the show much like this then get over there to the the other side and we will be doing a sequel to zombie bigfoot's scary 16 monster showdown have no doubt because the ultimate champion has to defend his title and if you don't know who that is (laughs) we won't spoil it for you uh go over to the patreon and listen to our episode from last october it is probably one of my most favorite fun still uh, definitely
1: yeah. one of my favorite episodes i remember playing it for my son and just the look of confusion excitement and wonderment <laughs> all wrapped up into one little 10 year old head was just it was, it was like what the fuck is happening
0: yeah there's uh, a i feel like your son looks at you with a lot of confusion bryce am i all am the I, time. am i right <laughs> no, yeah, totally true. Yeah. that's yeah. Good
1: parenting. Keep them confused.
0: You
4: know, don't yeah. let them Actually, uh
0: Bryce and his son and I went to the PowerCon last weekend. <laughs> we went to the He-Man convention in Los Angeles. And my favorite thing ever was that his son picked out an obscure uh Thundercats villain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who had no weapons as his favorite figure from the convention to brought him home? retaro is the oh, character's yeah. name.
1: I go, so okay, so we're, we're, as my daughter calls it, NerdCon. So we were going around <laughs> toy shopping. That's amazing. And, uh, and I'm like, okay, Walker, you know, because he's been collecting the new two characters, Masters of the Universe That's characters, re-released lately. And uh, and I'm like, okay, you got about 50 bucks you can spend. And he's like, okay, 50 bucks. And um, and then we see the new Castle of Grayskull selling for 90 bucks. And I was like, all right, I'm going to bump you up to 100 and he's a big gi joe collector so we're getting down to the end of the thing and i was like okay man is it going to be the uh castle of grayskull or these you know these two gi joes zartan and uh and i forget the other one but they were major cool.
0: blood i think was the other one and yeah and he was
1: like uh he's like i'll show you and then he takes me he's like looking for it and he's like there it is and i'm like what the fuck is that he's like retaro <laughs> i had never seen retaro and i'm like that's what you want that that's what you want he's like don't make me feel bad but anyway shame your son Brad. But, <laughs> I've never anyway, seen a f- I, I, bu- I got him that and the castle of grace
0: I've never like, seen a father want to buy his child a 90 dollars toy more <laughs> than you did in them I was like I wish you were my father in that moment
1: it oh, was man. pretty
0: pretty brilliant all right he guys. has
1: eclectic taste yes
0: yes he does he's a cool kid um okay let's get into the first big order of business at the beginning of the summer we requested a favor, a mission, if you will, to give us 5 star reviews on Apple podcasts. Why Apple podcasts? That's just because we're the majority of you guys listen to the show and we're trying to get this show to more people. Uh, it's all an algorithm, baby. Uh, so if we made that goal, we would record the episode that the ancient masters once prophesized mm. as a message received to them by crystalline bubble ships hovering over the shores of Lemuria yeah I of course am speaking of the BCC a jet ski special Woo! I'll there was back. there was a submit there a submission to the mission if we received 1000 patrons over BCC the other side we would include some nude video of Bryce riding a jet ski so let's just begin in Reverse shall we let's back this <laughs> jet ski up Bryce Will you be naked on a jet ski?
1: And uh, no. no, no, unfortunately, I will not be donning a birthday suit on a jet ski.
0: OK, Stop. OK, fine. But Bryce, will you be on a jet ski? We've tallied up the five star reviews. Remember, not yes. total reviews, five star reviews on Apple Podcasts and the final number, Bryce. What is the final number, guys? Little s- drum roll.
1: Okay, right. uh, Riley. Give go. us a
0: drum roll. Give us a drum roll, Riley.
1: Guys, between USA, no and Canada. Oh.
0: No, no. Oh no. Stick to the script, Bryce. Well, that's what stick you texted me. No, so stick to the script. Here's the thing. We didn't. We only got 957 five star reviews. That's yeah. it. 957. We came so close, so close, wah, wah, so wah. close. Bryce, you came so close to staying on the script. It's amazing. Wait, wait. You know, wait, wait, you know hold, there's what, a script. What, what's, what's to, you know, there's a script for the show, and then there's a private thing that we text one another on the. Wait, 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 Riley, what are you saying?
2: Oh, well, I, I'm getting an update uh, right now on the official uh, BCC newswire, and uh, Canada, our neighbors to the north, have come through, and what? we are now at one thousand and three five star reviews. Jet ski special. Wait,
0: what? Ooh. What? Are you kidding me? Canada quite, came quite through? Canada can we came. do that? We can do that. Of course. What? Canada? Canada comes through with... It's America's hat. Wait, I got it right here. With 57, 57 five-star reviews from Canada putting us over the edge. You guys completely obliterated this entire bit, but I still love you. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I accept very much. Pull low. up the Google Doc. It's all written <laughs> out. It's all written out. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, congratulations. Uh, Invisible producer Mike, throw up that graphic. We will be doing the BCC Jet Ski Special. It will be happening this fall, 2021, before the end of the year. We promise we will have the BCC Jet Ski Special in your ears. And if you're over on the Patreon, there might be some of it in your eyes. Not as much as we promised at the beginning of the summer, uh, as we will all have our swim trunks on But uh, congratulations. Thank you. We're going to tally it up. We're going to make this happen for you guys uh we appreciate it we really appreciate it guys thank you congratulations the jet ski special is officially happening
1: yeah thank you to all who uh gave us those five-star reviews and thank you to canada who's never let me down my wife and some of my best friends are canadian so yeah
0: and that's love where you, we're all gonna mind. live in about you know five years so get ready yeah. canada God we'll bless make you, some dude. room for us okay all right let's get into the show bryce riley pull up up that script that i wrote just keep your eye on that script that i have for you over there on the google (laughs) docs i I have it i was ready great oh i'm gonna go off the cuff um let's not. so uh, (laughs) we will have some visitors dropping in during the event through our bigfoot portal that bryce is going to open through the power of meditation so be prepared uh viewer you might even be pulled through the bigfoot portal into the live stream be prepared no one is safe from the other side that's right right.
1: i can summon ufos and i can also open portals just a few of my little tricks
0: great great all right let's get into it get ready riley and invisible producer mike because we have some news yeah all right our old friend Louis Elizondo is in the news this week uh this comes from the Hollywood Reporter of all places oh former Pentagon UFO official Luis Elizondo to reveal quote-unquote shocking details in new book the former head of the U.S. government secret secretive UFO program will pen a book for Harper Collins. and includes profound implications for humanity, quote unquote. The former director of a secretive U.S. government UFO program is ready to tell his full story. Luis Elizondo, who headed the Pentagon's advanced aerospace threat identification programs efforts to study UFOs around the world, has signed a book deal with William Morrow, an imprint of HarperCollins, after competitive bidding war for the US publishing rights. The memoir promises to reveal shocking never before shared details regarding what Elizondo has learned about UFOs and the profound implications for humanity, all of which will escalate what is already a hot topic globally and by hot they must mean wet hot uh elizondo was a former u.s army counterintelligence special agent and helped hunt drug traffickers terrorists and spies in 2008 he was asked to be part of the advanced aerospace threat identification program a 22 million dollar program sponsored by the sen by the then senate majority leader harry reid to study UFOs. In 2010, he was made director of the program. In 2017, he resigned from his position in protest of excessive government secrecy regarding UFOs. Elizondo was also involved into the Stars Academy, as our BCC Club Scouts know uh from 2017 to 2020 and appeared on history channels unidentified inside america's ufo investigation in 2019 yep. a pentagon spokesperson attempted to cast doubt on elizondo's leadership role within the aatip or atip but reed issued a counter statement that firmly vouched for elizondo's position said elizondo in a statement quote the American people now know a small portion of what I and my colleagues in the Pentagon have been privy to. I wish I had a um, soul patch it would be better, like, better. Uh, filter. They It'd need sound to be more one legit. Yeah, I would. You know, I need like a Guy Fieri like filter to really pull this off. Mm-hmm. These UAP are not secretive US technology that that they do not seem to belong to any known allies or adversaries, and that our intelligence services have yet to identify a terrestrial explanation for these extraordinary vehicles. This conversation is only beginning. Somebody once told me the world is going to roll me. Uh, So, Bryce, what do you think? elizondo has left to say that he hasn't already said on the jj abrams documentary over on showtime in any of these reports on 60 minutes what is is he holding anything back yeah well he's
1: got a lot to say look if he was in charge like he said he was of that program then he's seen a lot more videos than the tic-tac gimbal and go fast he's seen uh probably dozens of military grade videos of anomalous phenomena so he's probably got a lot more to spill and hopefully he doesn't hold back i mean it should read like a tammy faye novel he better spill those fucking beans you know
0: all right spill those beans like
1: a tammy faye novel what is that over like tam- tammy faye baker man she spills she beans write novels and, well a, a bio a bio oh, okay bio all right biography. a memoir yeah.
0: yes yes memoir it's okay. a memoir memoir are you watching that tammy faye baker uh movie that's coming out with jessica chastain and andrew garfield the middle middle son spider-man
1: yeah i guess so i'm a little jaded i auditioned for a part and i didn't get it so i think i'm gonna ban it
0: instead still still waiting to hear back on that one are you
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's how those things work yeah exactly
0: yeah awesome well riley what do you think you you're, you're you've been listening to us talk about louis alizondo for about four years now
2: <laughs> i mean i it, with all this it's, it's like anything else in life it's like i don't really get my hopes up too much because i don't want to just be disappointed so it. is it going to be a life-changing book probably not is it going to be something cool yeah maybe we'll see yeah that's yeah. kind of what hey I'm
1: at. How many, how many people you think would actually recognize if you dressed up as Lou Elizondo for Halloween, how many people, you know, walk in the streets do you think would actually get it like you and Michael <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fair. challenge accepted.
0: Yep. All right. We'll take some Halloween picks. We'll see what happens. Okay, guys, let's move on to the next segment. Uh, this is one that we love to do over on BCC, the other side. And it started with one of our live shows over at Fanex Salt Lake a couple of years ago. It's been like two years since that show with Marcy and Betsy. Yeah. Um, a funny feeling. It's so sad. That's the last time we did, I think, a live show. Uh, maybe we did one at Bigfoot Lodge, but it's time, uh, invisible producer Mike for what Bryce?
1: Well, it's one of my favorite segments, a segment I like to call.
0: Price's secret stash.
1: <laughs> Let's jump into it. Hold on. Let me get into my secret stash outfit here. <laughs> Gonna throw on some. He's got props oh. MIB vibes, you know?
0: Whoa, nice. Uh,
1: all right, gentlemen. These are some pretty secretive videos.
0: You Let's know, you really do look it. like an MIB with your AirPods sticking out one. of your ears. That's <laughs> that's kind of how they were described, like weird wires and stuff sticking out of their ankles.
1: Are these jello knives? I'm not sure how to eat my breakfast.
0: <laughs> what are these <laughs> well, tiny spoons in my ears?
1: <laughs> Let's jump right into uh, our first video. And Mike, before you roll it, oh, to uh, roll it right now. Take a close look. Oh, okay. Um, that's just a little tease here. Now, Mike, you sent me this video. I had heard about it. This one is called uh, "Bigfoot Caught on Camera in Provo, Idaho," and uh, yeah. they've actually—they've actually. My mom some... sent
0: me this video of all people. My mom was the one who texted me this.
1: Oh, that's wild! Yeah. So, yeah. Mike sent it my way. Go ahead and play the video there, Mike. And as you can see, I mean, it looks like a bigfoot. Um, Barry Patterson
2: vibes not... that bigfoot
1: yeah he's just sort of i mean i i like the hand i like i it, it everything looks that it's got that bull's neck and the big butt the big booty and you know it all looks pretty good but this is what i texted to mike and this is kind of how i feel about it right so just to give you a little background it was submitted anonymously to a bigfoot channel called Night tv and uh And whenever there's someone who doesn't want to claim the video as original source material, I have a, I take umbrage with that. And you know what, it's, here's another problem I have is, is it's just this clip and there's no, it doesn't go further before this and it doesn't go much after that. So why did you stop recording? You know what I mean? And, uh, And what happened before Yeah, that
0: Bigfoot's walking into a lot of open space. It feels like you could keep keep this rolling a little bit longer.
1: You would think that you would, uh, you know, keep that video rolling. And then, you know, even go back and look for tracks. But I don't know, perhaps uh, this person wanted to remain anonymous. I don't know the context of how this video was taken. Here's the thing, right? It's like, I need context. I need to know where you were, why you were there what was going on around you how did you feel about it you know i i need to know that stuff if you if you want me to think that you got a a legit bigfoot video so uh what do you guys think though looks pretty cool right yeah it's the the, i don't understand why they would stop recording that's crazy like
2: it, it does delegitimize the whole thing you know yeah.
0: Riley, you're really bringing the Optimus Prime uh, voice quality reverb to, to this uh, proceeding all of a sudden. Just yeah, somehow it,
2: says, it says, Ooh, I don't know what's happening. Oh,
0: God. It's okay. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah, we'll figure I it think- out. I feel like there's like some muscular, there there does look to be some like musculature to this thing. But without being able to see the original footage and the full thing, you know, it looks cool. It's impressive, but I can't, you know, we need to hear the story. What's the story story. of high strangeness behind this one? That's what I want.
1: Exactly. Until then, it's just a a little a little clip of uh, of something walking. So um, let's move on to video number two now this video before you roll it mike this video has made the rounds on the internet for a while and i'm wondering if you guys have already already probably seen it but uh this is called the beast of gum hill video mike you can go ahead and roll it i love the old home video sound quality too
0: and the forerunner yeah this guy's driving straight to a, a fred durst concert He's like, can't get to Limp Bizkit fast enough.
1: But now he sees, oh, look in the back there. And that's it. He points to it. What was that?
3: I love his son, too.
1: What the hell was that, Paul? Uh, but that's called the Beast of Gum Hill video. And, uh, you know, one of the things I love about it, Mike, is we, off, you know, we 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 know what Bigfoot is, but I love when you get into, like, you know the, the word beast and it becomes more caricature like like the beast of abair road and the beast of gum hill and and uh, i mean really they're talking about a bigfoot but they've already sort of given it some personality traits apparently there was an old uh, still image taken in the 80s of this beast of gum hill but this is just a guy on an atv who said uh basically um on april 5th 2009 approximately six thirty p.m he said this is the second time i've seen this creature called the beast of gum hill but this is the first time we managed to capture it on video this is the first known video footage of the beast of gum hill and uh the camera used was a cheap cheap digital vupont 5.0 with waterproof case that he uses to film while he does his atv videos awesome i mean you gotta just love that you know if you're out in the woods though I mean, this lends credibility, right? If you're out in the woods filming ATV videos in like streams and dense woods, you know, that that kind of gives it some authenticity. Uh, yeah,
0: I guess my only skepticism about this, other than the fact it's a Bigfoot video and yeah. that's, you know, prompts you to be skeptical to begin with is, you know, if if these creatures are like trying to hide out, why would they walk wide out in the open when one of the noisiest things is driving through steered by a a man with a backwards baseball cap i mean you why would it roll why would it stroll straight into view if it's trying to hide from human beings well you know
1: they, it's it's the same reason sometimes you hear about a lot of these creatures running in front of the highway in front of cars some people even uh You know, have have guesstimated that perhaps it's even like some type of initiation to like walk in front of somebody or, you know, some of the witnesses I've talked to, they often felt like, you know, when these creatures want to be seen, they want to be seen and they'll show themselves right out in the open like that, just crossing a road we crossing a stream or just, you know, get right out in front of your path. So I don't know. There could be a bevy of reasons of, of why this creature was crossing the stream at that point. Who knows? Uh,
2: I really like it, the idea. It's like the teenage Bigfoot's like daring the other one. He's like, go, go walk in front of
1: that dude with the baseball hat. Well, no, that's exactly what uh, some of the people I've spoken with, even indigenous tribes, they say it's an initiation of sorts. And that's why so many people see road crossings uh you know there's a lot of especially in the pacific northwest there's a lot of road crossing reports of these things running right in front of people's cars now are they doing it just across the road or is it a little bit more like you said riley like a teenage uh dare but i like this video uh the guy hasn't made any more bigfoot videos this is the only one he has and uh and you know it's speaking of let's let's segue into the third video now you know Here's the thing so many hunters set up trail cameras all over the United States. And you would think, if there's Bigfoots, as many as people are reporting, you'd get a lot more trail camera footage. You know, there are a few trail camera images I like that purports to show uh, a hairy bipedal creature. But this one came out just recently in um, 2000, uh, in, in April of this year. Now, I check this video out. Mike, just roll the video. Take a look.
3: Ooh. Bigfoot.
1: <laughs> what the fuck is that, right? Now, check uh, this out. This I've comes this from before. This comes from a guy uh named uh jimmy b jimmy b trail cameras he's got a youtube page set up where basically he's in uh the the birch bay washington area where he sets up stealth trail cameras so his whole thing is stealth trail cameras now i've visited his page and it's wildlife it's sometimes it's a a mountain lion or an owl or a deer he doesn't have any bigfoot videos he only has about you know a couple dozen videos and this popped up over this summer and he was like what the fuck is this right um i've shown it to a few uh to a few people and and some people say you know it could be a hunter but it to me i see like patchy hair and that long arm and that butt and uh, that uh, that
0: butt that, but <laughs> you're really into bigfoot butts today Bryce. i'm into
1: bigfoot butts but uh I don't know what do you guys think i like this video
0: i i've seen this one before i actually feel like i'm a hard skeptic on this one i think it's moving so smoothly it looks like cgi to me i think it is trail cam footage but i think someone's gone in and created a cgi bigfoot in it why right. just, that's just me judging it from my naked eye
1: okay riley what about you man
2: it's more like shadow persony than bigfooty to me it's like a, a way it's like a little lanky and kind of creepy it
0: just moves so smoothly i don't know this one seems exactly this one screams to cgi hmm. yeah interesting yeah, doesn't it seem i to
2: have like the weight in
1: its footsteps that like just yes. squatch would have it yeah, is a couple of real critics now that we've looked at some some well, bigfoot videos well, no, I'm, I'm saying it's some sort of <laughs> you know and spirit entity perhaps no i'm just breaking your chops uh yeah i don't know what it is either we don't get a clear look but I think from the type of videos that this guy is posting on his channel, which are just wildlife oriented and look, this guy.
4: Mike,
0: let's Mike. Producer Mike, let's play this one full screen so everyone can get a good look at this one and see what they say. But keep going, Bryce. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Remember where this was taken, right? This is in the Washington area where we were last year on the season two of Expedition Bigfoot, where we had so much activity. So it's not like this was taken in like, you know, Iowa. Uh, which also has Bigfoot sightings. But this is taken in the state with the most Bigfoot sightings per capita anywhere in the continental United States. So I, I like this video. It's yeah. getting a lot of streams. Uh, you I want to
2: believe that this dude didn't make it too, because like what a crazy long con to like set up a bunch it, of trail yeah. cam, start a nature trail cam channel, build that up all so that you can do this one. Fake Bigfoot, I was like, I oh. don't yeah, it's a long
0: <laughs> burn. If that's, the I game don't think it's playing, anyone in it? a costume, I think it's someone just doing a little CGI edit. I, I, I it's smooth, unless these Bigfoot, which is possible, could move so smoothly gliding through the forest, which they probably have those powers, but I don't know, this one doesn't smell right to me, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I, see. I see what you're
1: saying. Well, let's move on to our final video. Now, look, I know you guys know what you think what i think is my favorite bigfoot video probably the number one bigfoot video ever which is the patterson gimlin Foot harry and the, the henderson's oh. right, yeah. okay. <laughs> seven but do you guys have any idea of what is sort of the undisputed number two bigfoot video of all time
0: no idea i'm just trying not to make a number two joke but go on
1: yeah <laughs> well that would be the paul freeman bigfoot video now This is a video that was taken in Walla Walla, Washington. Paul Freeman worked for the US Forest Service near a watershed and on his sojourns up there, he started spotting tracks. And and he basically, in 1984, he saw with his own eyes a reddish brown Bigfoot creature. And from thence on, he started carrying around a video camera. Now, fast forward, uh, about ten years, and he's walking around the watershed, mm-hmm. and he notices all these tracks. And and I, I'm only playing. This is about an eight minute video. I've only zoned in on about three minutes of it. But in the first, and we'll put up the links to all these. But in the very first top of the video, you see he's looking at like what looks like a junior Bigfoot track, like it's a small track, and uh, and he even has plaster casts, but. Let's go ahead and start playing the video. So he sees these tracks and he's following. And I'll kind of be quiet because he starts talking you through it a little bit. Um, but this is the Paul Freeman.
4: Oh, shit, he's, he's coming down, down, went back up, boy. Yeah.
1: Look at that. Now, these are the bigger tracks. These aren't the smaller oh, ones that I are in the beginning of the video. Yeah, look
4: at that.
3: sure
1: have I mean look at that difference in quality of just those old VHS recorders not the best
4: yeah Up to here, I hear the brush popping and stuff.
1: Watch this! Oh, there he goes! <laughs> Whoa! Jesus. There it goes again. Get up here I seeing you. now there's so much I want to discuss in, in this video better picture uh, you know people have said that they've heard it, it, at like the three minute 30 second mark they've heard like a whoop so they've actually heard the creature sort of making the famed whoop calls um and not only that I don't know if when you saw the creature oh I'll let him uh Because he says something pretty profound here at the end. Um...
0: Cameras really have come a long way. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) No kidding. But this just goes to show, like, how hard it is to capture anything. Like, I mean, and this is kind of out in the open in the daylight hours.
2: Yeah. But... Where they went. this is probably the longest segment of heavy breathing we've ever had on the show i know well he goes on to say i guess we
1: can just stop it. but he says there's he thinks no, there's were... two of them okay. uh i mean this let me is give, compelling right let I, me give yeah. you some context of of this video so um mike you can stop it or just keep playing it on mute whatever you want to do and rewind it but so the plaster cast that he took Uh, famed anthropologist Dr. Grover Krantz came and looked at these plaster casts and these trackways, and he was convinced enough that they were legit. And these are the tracks that really got Dr. Grover Krantz interested. Grover Krantz was a famed anthropologist from, um, from Washington State and really one of the earliest scientists to get involved into the Bigfoot phenomenon. But he saw in those plaster casts spontaneous, Uh, toe movement. And like, in other words, they weren't the same track over and over. Sometimes he would see like a splayed pinky toe. Uh, Sometimes he would see like the the number one and number two digits like dug into the ground. And so these weren't just like one or two footprints. These were like, these were trackways. And I'm talking about, you know, dozens and dozens of footprints, all showing unique, spontaneous uh, impressions, which really left Grover Krantz saying, there is something to this. This tells me that this is evidence of some type of creature leaving this behind. Not only that, but Dr. Jeffrey Meldrum, uh, who has one of the largest plaster cast tracks in the uh, collections in the world, uh, this is the what got him convinced that there was also something to it. He took a look at those trackways and those plaster casts left by Paul Freeman, well made by Paul Freeman. And, uh, and he was convinced that there was something to the, now, you know what I love about this, Mike, if you can just go back a little bit, some people say like, he's either like crawled on the ground. And some people even say that he like went through a portal because if you could play it here, you see him when he comes out into the open, that he hides behind that tree. There's it. watch. And now he's gone. Keep playing Mm -hmm. it gone. Now watch him come out the other side. Right? Like, I don't know that's really weird like either he got down or or he went through a portal real quick. Uh,
0: Some people like to say that he went into a portal.
4: They ate but, the sharpest tool in the oh, shed. Look, if you don't know
1: about this video or if you haven't watched the whole thing, we'll put the link up in our show notes, but this is the Paul Freeman Bigfoot video and I recommend watching all 8 minutes of it it's incredible stuff you know one of my favorite shows shout out to paranormal caught on camera they did the 200 best paranormal videos and this one ended up at numero uno so this like this like the pgf film has never been debunked it's never been proven of course they can't so it really lies up there as you know epic in the scope of of bigfoot video
0: I'll give them this like if that's a real Bigfoot, they really like. It makes you realize that the dark colors of the fur, if if that's what they are, like really blend in with the shadows of the gaps in between the trees, you know, because yeah. it's hard. They could just stand there, you know, and it would look like a shadow between trees. So well, some know. people
1: say some people they see, think they see like a, a junior Sasquatch being picked up in the end and taken off as well. I mean, I uh, can't
0: see any of that in this video, but that's fun <laughs> that some people do. But you know this
1: is the first time in the in the in the cast that you heard the word dermal ridges because in those plaster casts uh they thought they were seeing what's called like dermal ridges which is like the unique little wave pattern on your fingers it's like a fingerprint for toes as a matter of fact they had a forensic expert who's a fingerprint analysis expert out of the state of texas named jimmy chilcutt who who who, that's his expertise he could put somebody in the chair off fingerprint evidence alone he looked at these trackways and he was convinced that there was
0: a bigfoot Brutal example. Yeah, I like that you pulled There's... capital punishment into capital like...
1: punishment, man. So anyway, that's the Paul I, Freeman I mean, video.
2: Great, that is an amazing detail. That the take a look, yeah, of the the trackways is, is. um I mean, it really validates, and that's what you're looking for, right? Like cross referencing things. Like you have the video evidence, and then you have the physical evidence, and then you have it it verified by actual scientists, not like yes. You, know,
1: you yeah. have the start of this video. It's eight minutes long. You have the end of it. You have, uh, okay. he made yeah. plaster casts of the trackways. He had uh, expert scientists come in and analyze those tracks. I mean, other than having somebody else with him, it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, that one right there, That's some dank stash right there. Thanks, baby. That's, some,
0: that's some CS, some classic Sasquatch. <laughs> All right, well, the jacket and the hat have come off. That means the MIB have gone home for the day. I guess it's time for our next segment. You know, usually this is around the time when we like to play a very special game with our guests, but we don't have any guests tonight. We just have our audience. So um, Bryce, I was wondering, you know, if you could meditate hard Mm -hmm. and maybe open up that Bigfoot portal and maybe bring just a random individual, just someone, someone sitting out there right now, watching Mm -hmm. and portal them into an audience member into the show can you do that and we'll play a game with them
1: yeah let me get to work let me okay. get a couple of my important talismans i have my doctor strange oh wow little or little orange elf guy we'll need oh, him you, you know I you need that, that orange
0: elf mm-hmm. and uh
1: elvis all right yep of course let's get to work okay
0: here we go he's he's doing it oh i guess i'll join in too do we say anything or not yet
1: no oh. just, now you can say something uh, uh wait, wait what do i, I see I, I, I think it's, working. it's working it's working what it, i feel
0: Dude, it what yes I, 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 I think uh, i see a random audience member that was hello? in no way previously selected for this bit it should be opening can you whoa this audience is just a, a strange man who are audience member who are you uh hi uh um, oh. i'm almost- hey austin, austin. your name hi austin nice to meet you how are you oh my god it worked confused. confused yes i would be too good job bryce that was wow. very impressive yeah the height Dude. of the he's a parent are you at like some are you at a sushi restaurant watching this where are you uh, i i wasn't at home oh
1: he's okay, in well. he's in a uh he's in a parallel dimension to us michael so uh, I don't think they serve sushi there.
0: Okay, I was just judging from the decor, decor that maybe. Yeah, of course he of was course. in Little Tokyo. All right. Um, well, Austin, thanks for joining us. I hope you're. How's the show going so far? Are You enjoying it? Oh, it's great. It's uh, it's really calming my uh, my
3: existential uh, paranoia. So
0: great. That's what <laughs> we're here for. All right. Well, is you, if, if are you obviously familiar with the show? If you're watching this live stream, I am okay well there's a game that we like to play with our audience members uh when we're doing live shows in person so uh we're not doing that so we've summoned you here this is a game and feel free commenters and watchers if you want to comment as we go along play along with us in the comment section this is a game that we like to call bullshit
1: or believe
4: it
0: oh yeah all right so listener austin from the audience uh i just realized that i actually don't have the list pulled up here so i have to back out of this document get it.
1: austin austin it what did you think of those were you able to see those videos from the secret stash i was what, what did you think of uh the the trail camera one
3: the trail camera one is probably the most compelling for me. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, I'm thinking of the last, the very last. Oh, the last one, the yes Paul one Freeman. That other
2: one, bullshit. bullshit. Forget that. But, the, but so
3: I, I kind of think it's a hunter. I kind of think I can see the uh, the. I've heard that too. Shirt at the end. I feel gotcha. like it's a camo pattern that is working wonders. So. Gotcha, gotcha. But you like
1: that, that Paul Freeman video?
3: That one is the most compelling. That it doesn't seem like uh someone who's trying to. Pull one over on somebody. It seems like someone who's just trying to figure out what's going on. So. Gotcha.
1: Good to know.
0: All right. Well, I've summoned the list from my nether dimension. Uh, th- uh Here we go. Austin, on your mark, get... Oh, I'm going to go down the list of phenomena. <laughs> if you're open to it, you're going to say, believe it. If you're not open to it, you're going to say, bullshit. You know how this goes. Here we go. On your mark, get set, ghosts. Bullshit. UFOs. Believe it. Bigfoot. Believe it. ESP. Bullshit. Shadow people. Bullshit. Unicorns. (laughs) Bullshit. Alien abductions. (laughs) Uh, Bullshit. Yeti. Believe it. Mothman. Bullshit. Out of body experiences. Hmm. Uh, believe it. Ish Tar- tarot cards. Shit. <laughs> Demonically possessed dolls. I wish. Bullshit. <laughs> the healing power of crystals. Uh, bullshit. <laughs> an alien, an alien spacecraft crashed at Roswell. I uh, believe it. Loch Ness monster. Believe it. Atlantis. Believe it. Haunted houses. Bullshit. Skunk ape. What's skunk ape?
4: Oh, d- how dare going. you, sir. Oh,
0: we know on. you listen to this show. You're here. We're not ta- oh, no. The sushi <laughs> restaurant has fallen <laughs> <crawling laughs> apart. <laughs> he seems to be in some sort was, of office.
3: I was All so right. wanting it. It's exposed. It's not a, it's not a sushi restaurant. <laughs>
0: Are you okay? Are you doing okay?
1: Are I'm you doing okay fine. Oh, that's awesome.
0: that's oh, God, the
2: level of you have just brought to this? <laughs> por-
0: Listen, these that portals better. are tricky things. These portals create unstable energy. We gotta get him through this list before <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here we go. Get ready right. get- Are you okay? I couldn't play that better. Oh, I'm
3: totally fine. Are-
0: Okay, great. Uh how dare you not believe in haunted houses or skunk game. Here we go. Boy, I'm scared to keep going. The Jersey Devil. (laughs) You guys didn't know I was in the physical common. We don't even know you, sir. How would we know that? The Jersey Devil. Uh bullshit. The biblical devil. Bullshit. Speaking to the dead. (laughs) Bullshit. Mermaids. I believe in gravity now so um bullshit the government is hiding the truth about sasquatch believe it past lives bullshit life on other planets believe it life after death bullshit wow well done austin (laughs) that's our first injury playing this game you ate it in front of a a room full of people i hope you're okay um and look no one is leaving this live show with their dignity intact so welcome to bigfoot collectors club one of us uh, this portal is very slippery i don't know what's going on yeah out of that list what do you say you're most open to and this is a question for everyone in the audience. Put this mm. in the comment. What are you most open to and what are you least open to?
3: Of the ones that I said bullshit to or
0: just overall? Just out Over. of this whole list, out of the ones you said, believe it, what are you most open to and the ones out of you said bullshit the least?
3: Well, not having the list in front of me, uh I would say
0: from memory, probably Bigfoot. Most open. Nice. Yeah. Great. Most open. At least. Least open, and I'm surprised you still have your memory, your short-term memory after that. <laughs> so that's good that you could remember Bigfoot.
3: It was a test, actually. Yeah, I'm so glad that happened. It's, it's a, you know, I'm glad I could add something to the show. Uh, oh, you did. You, uh, you delivered. Let's see. Least into probably. It would be a toss-up between mermaids and and, uh, unicorns, I think.
0: I guess those are easy ones.
3: (laughs) you know, I
1: noticed, I was going to say, Austin, no ghosts. I think rarely do we get people who don't believe in ghosts, seeing as how we all but proved it here on the Bigfoot Collectors
3: Club. Why no ghosts? (sighs) You know, I think, uh, unlike Bigfoot, I feel like with ghosts, we would just have, at this point, just an overwhelming amount of evidence. And Mm. I think a lot of the evidence for ghosts is so uh frankly silly um you know some of it's like it's it's interesting it's entertaining i hope uh i mean i'm open-minded i'm open to it uh being a possibility but i just don't think it works that way i I could be
2: that said you think it's possible that a ghost pulled your chair out
3: um I I know that that happened actually I changed my mind already so. <laughs> great. once again we've
0: proven ghosts. Austin great job it's amazing Bryce <laughs> out of the entire multiverse you managed to pull one other cis white male into this podcast congratulations <laughs> thank you Austin enjoy the show we're going to send back to the portal Bryce, I'm going send to back return to- this chair thank you yes be careful on your way out all right, we're, as we're saying goodbye to Austin. Let's move on to the next. Wait a minute, what's happening? I'm feeling a weird vibration. Yeah, I feel I'm almost a hard as
1: if closing this.
0: Yeah, this portal's not closing. What's happening? Oh my gosh! Holy cow! BCC Club Scouts of all timelines, is that comedian and BCC godmother Jen Kirkman? I, I, oh! I guess I, right.
5: I was just w- sitting around and I felt this strange pull and I went to my computer.
0: That well, was me.
4: That was
5: me pulling you into the portal. I, first, I felt it.
0: First things first, double check the stability of your chair because, okay, good. <laughs> All right. We're good. Wow. You also eating sushi tonight. Are you watching this from a sushi restaurant?
5: No, I'm not. I'm in an undisclosed location.
0: Oh, interesting. Wow. <laughs> or,
5: no, I'm in my home office.
0: <laughs> Jen, um, we, we had you on the other side last week and people were very upset that it wasn't a video where they could see your office. You had prepared a video episode and you were upset that it was actually an audio episode. So we've had multiple requests saying we need to see Jen's podcast set up.
5: So. Here it is. But I was <laughs> upset because I was wearing my Bill Murray Total Consciousness t shirt, which is a Caddyshack reference but goes well with this type of podcast. So I'm wearing it tonight.
3: Amazing. Fantastic.
0: Well, thank you. That's hey, fine. there we Great. go. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, listen, the show's already running long and we just got to the best part of the whole show, which of course is anytime Jen Kirkman uh, joins. Because uh, guess what, guys? It's time. For this week's story of high strangeness all right yes uh, high strangeness <laughs> get dressed for this all right um so guys we're closing out wet hot alien summer two summer abduction with a doozy okay here we go i'm gonna give you guys a little context for this and i'm gonna tell you i don't fully understand the context for this this is something that has popped up online as i've been doing research now on this podcast for years now i believe that what we're about to read is considered to be part of something called the mj12 or majestic 12 documents leak that um some people think are fake some people think are real stan friedman some of it might be real some of it might not be real this is just part of what came out uh, in the 80s from the government or the CIA or the FBI and has been floating out there in the internet right Stanton Friedman saw some of these documents not this in particular I don't think I mean he probably did but some of the stuff that came out through this treasure trove of documents led people to believe in the Roswell cover-up uh, that happened uh, and rediscovered it in the in in the 80s now Bryce, am i missing anything here
1: no i think you set that up nicely okay all right
0: so this is what we're gonna do we are going to read nay perform for all of you watching at home with the help of jen kirkman something called the reagan alien transcripts Mm -hmm. a dramatic adaptation by michael mcmillan (laughs) for the BCC. Now this is supposedly a meeting that happened between Reagan and some very important people in 1981. Uh, And this is Reagan learning about the existence of extraterrestrial races that uh, have visited earth. Now there's a lot in this particular document that I cut out for time. We're just going to focus on the conversations about the individual alien races. Okay. So Riley, Riley, Why don't you bring us in, set us a picture, and then we're going to say who we're all playing. All right, guys? I have my little script printed up right here. This is going to be like you're seeing uh, a play reading at the Ohio Playwrights Festival.
2: All right. right. The following is an edited version of an alleged transcript of a classified tape recording made at Camp David, Maryland. During a presidential briefing regarding the subject of unidentified flying objects and extraterrestrial visitation of Earth,
1: President Ronald Reagan was present. Now, I'm playing Ronald Reagan, the newly elected president of the United States of America. Mm -hmm.
0: Jen, who are you playing? It's
5: your next. Oh, sorry. I thought I I was like, you're next. (laughs) I am playing the caretaker, a clandestine CIA CIA operative.
0: Uh, I'm playing William Casey, the director of the CIA at the time.
2: And I'll be advisor number one, an unnamed military advisor to the president. And the setting is Camp David, March 1981. William Casey addresses the room. (sighs)
0: <sighs> Mr. President, good morning. This briefing contains some very, very uh, sensational and very, very classified information. Uh, I have asked the caretaker to conduct this briefing. He is a contract employee of the CIA uh, and is the present custodian of the information. As you will see, Mr. President, this stuff is pretty high up on the food chain. Okay. Uh, we, call it, we call it ATS or above top secret now the caretaker here is in charge of protecting the information uh, and all the other stuff associated with the information I, I would prefer uh, that you Mr. President um, uh, you know uh, just remember that this material is closely it's a closely guarded secret yes. although the gist of this story has been out there for for many years very little of the actual truth has ever been released to the public so I will now turn the briefing over to the caretaker.
4: Well, thank you. Um, I'd like to... Uh, I can't wait to hear this, first of all. I'd, I'd like to open with a, with a joke. I hope you don't mind. Uh, um, all
0: right. I hope someone's writing this down.
4: Two men are discussing the government, an American and a Russian. And the American says, do you want to know the difference between our governments? I can walk into the White House, go into the Oval Office, slam my fist down on the Resolute desk and say... Mr. President, I don't like how you're running our country. And the Russian says, well, I can do that. And the American says, you can. And the Russian says, sure, I can go into the Kremlin, go into the secretary general, slam my fist down on his desk and say, secretary general, I don't like how President Ronald Reagan is running his country. (laughs)
0: Uh, that's great that was great mr president
4: thank you yeah gorby loved that one and so did so did nancy mommy can you get me those peanut m ms okay let's uh let's proceed
0: all right uh okay fair enough caretaker please
5: good morning mr president uh first of all i'd like to give you a bit of information on my background but before that please mr president if you have questions during this briefing just interrupt me sir oh i will I have been employed by the CIA for the past 31 years. I started the caretaking status of this project in 1960. We have a special group of people whom we call Group 6 that cares for all of this information.
4: Well, I knew a little bit about this subject before, to be honest. Back in 1970, Nixon had all of the good stuff and wanted to share it with some of his friends. So Nixon showed me some papers, not Sure about who authored them, but they well, something about New Mexico and other places. Nixon was pretty well, you know, fascinated with it. He showed me something, some kind of object or device that came from one of their craft, something that was taken from the New Mexico crash site. I don't know if uh do we know if that's what it was? Do we know well. I don't think we knew, or or maybe now, after 11 years, we might know. I...
5: Mr. President, the United States of America has been visited by extraterrestrial visitors since 1947. We oh. have proof. We have proof of that. However, we also have proof that Earth has been visited for many thousands of years by various races of extraterrestrial visitors. See, uh-huh. In July 1947, a remarkable event occurred in New Mexico. During a storm, two ET spacecraft crashed. One crashed southwest of Corona, New Mexico, and one crashed near Dattle, New Mexico. Okay. And the U.S. Army eventually found both sites and recovered all of the debris and one live alien. And I'll refer to this live alien as EBE
4: One. I'm going to stop you there. So, what what does that mean? Is do, do we have a, a codes or special terminology for this or
5: Mr. President, EBE means extraterrestrial biological entity. No. It was a code designated to this creature by the U.S. Army back in those days. This creature was not human, and we had to decide on a term for it. So scientists designated the creature as EBE-1.
0: EBE-1, or EB sometimes we call it too. It's
5: but We also refer to it as NOAA.
4: Noah. Okay. yes. Okay. Well, so do we have others or uh, the number, the number one would seem to indicate that we have others. Yes,
5: we had others. And we'll explain how the others uh, came into our knowledge.
4: Yeah, no, I'm just wondering, I guess. Well, well, I'm sure the briefing will get into this. Please continue.
5: Okay. All the debris and EBEs recovered from the first crash site were taken to Roswell Army Airfield in Roswell, New Mexico. EBE was treated for some minor injuries and then taken to Los Alamos National Laboratories, which was the safest and most secure location in the world. Special accommodations were made for the EBE. The debris was eventually transferred to Dayton, Ohio, home of the Air Force Foreign Technology Division. The second crash wasn't discovered until 1949 by some ranchers, and there were no live aliens at this
4: site. Uh, Okay, question regarding the, um, the first site. How many aliens were in the spaceship?
5: Five dead aliens and one alive. The bodies of the dead aliens were transported to Wright Field in Ohio and kept in a form of deep freeze. They were later transported to Los Alamos, where special containers were made to keep the bodies from decaying. There were four dead aliens in the second crash site. Those bodies were in an advanced state of decaying. They'd been in the desert for the past two years. Animals and time got to those bodies. The remains were transported to Sandia Base and eventually onto Los Alamos. We determined both crashed spaceships were of similar design, and the bodies of the aliens were all identical. They looked exactly the same. They had the same height, same weight, and same physical features.
4: Mm. Now, can we classify them? I mean, can we you know, well, connect them to anything earthly.
5: No, Mr. President. They don't have any similar characteristics of a human, with with the exception of their, their eyes, ears, and a mouth. But their internal body organs are different. Their skin is different. Their eyes, ears, and even breathing is different. Their blood wasn't red, and their brain was entirely different from human. Their eyes had two different eyelids, probably because their home planet was very bright.
4: Hmm. I mean, maybe I'm getting ahead, but do we know where they came from? Mars? Mars? Our system, or or where?
5: Well, yes, Mr. President, we do know where they come from. Um, I can go into this now, or I, I can wait until it comes up in the br- briefing. I...
4: No, no, no. Please continue. Not important. I'll wait. Okay. Well, thank you, Mr. President.
5: Uh, EBE stayed alive until 1952 when it died. We learned a great deal from EBE. Although EBE did not have voice organs like humans, it was able to communicate with an operation performed by military doctors. EBE was extremely intelligent. It learned English quickly, mainly by listening to the military personnel who were responsible for EBE's safety
4: and care. Smart little buggers, huh? Excuse me, um, you're referring to this creature as an it. Did it have a gender?
5: I'm sorry, Mr. President. Uh, yes, it was a male uh, but within EBE's race, they, they do have males and females.
4: Okay, thank you. Continue.
5: Thank you, Mr. President. Um, EBE died of what military doctors considered natural causes. It was difficult to lose EBE since it was the most interesting thing we as humans could receive and study. A visitor from another planet, another world. Mm. Sorry, I, I was kidding. EBE it's did exciting
0: ex- stuff, caretaker. Please, I mean, I... We know all about this stuff, but honestly, it is—it's wild.
5: Ebe did explain where he lives in the universe. Uh, we call this star system Zeta Reticuli, which it's is about uh,
0: Reticuli. Reticuli, actually.
5: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm. Um...
0: We've had a fun debate about this, but
5: uh, yeah, <laughs>
0: it's. Ridiculous. I say
5: Reticuli. I have uh, dinner on the brain. <laughs> it reminds me of <laughs> ravioli, <laughs> pasta.
0: I, I am pasta. hungry. Oh,
5: yeah.
4: and horses pasta. Okay. Mr. President, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, let's continue. A little tired, but...
5: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Zeta Reticuli, um, which is about 40 light years from Earth, and EBE's planet was within this whole star system.
4: Okay, well, let me ask, where is this in comparison to uh, other, you know, stars that we know about?
5: Well, th- Mr. President, our closest star is four light years away, so I, I can show you the constellation that it that it did no
4: no that wouldn't do me any good i don't know about astronomy it was never my strong point i just thought i could understand the distance how long did it take the um the spaceship to get here
5: well uh it took the ebe spaceship nine of our months to travel the 40 light years so oh. now, as you can see that would mean the ebe spaceship traveled faster than the speed of light but th- this is where it gets really technical um Their spaceships can travel through a form of space tunnels that gets them from point A to point B faster without having to travel at the speed of light. I cannot fully understand how they travel, but we have many top scientists who can understand their
4: concept. I have a tunnel from my bathroom in the master down to the kitchen, so I not believe in that no, not, technology. not the same thing. It's well, I certainly the understand thing. the science then, obviously. So is no, that a same thing as a black hole? Uh, Mr.
5: President, Yet something like that, but much, much more complicated.
0: Yeah, Mr. President, I can assure you uh, they know how to do it, but, but we can't do it, okay? Yet. Okay.
5: Uh, well, the United States felt relatively sure that the aliens exploration of earth was non-aggressive and non-hostile it was also established that the aliens presence did not directly threaten the security of the united states but secondly the public was beginning to believe that ufos were real and the nsc felt this public feeling could lead to a nationwide panic if we disclosed everything we knew about ufos and alien visitation
4: well I have a lot of questions for you, so uh, let me ask a few, and then we can move on. Sound good? I guess the first one would be um, about their lifespan. How old is this uh, Abby, E-B, EBE, EBE,
0: EBE? EBE or EBE is fine.
5: EBE-1, yes, yeah. so, Mr. President, the, um, the alien civilization that EBE came from, uh, what we call the Eben society, it wasn't a name they gave us. It was a name we chose. But their lifespan is between 350 and 400 years. That is mm. Earth years.
4: Now, is that time the same on their planet as ours? Or? Uh,
5: no, Mr. President. Time is very different on the uh, even planet, which, by the way, we call Serpo. Their day is approximately 40 hours. That is measured by the movement of their two suns. So the solar system containing Serpo like
4: is in a... Star Wars.
5: I, I have not had time to see a movie, uh, Mr. President. I, I take your word. We I take your very
0: word. busy protecting this nation, Mr. President. Uh, the only Star Wars we know about is that project that we're not supposed to talk about.
4: Well, yeah, that's what I named it after. If you get the chance, go see it. It's a wonderful film.
5: Thank you, Mr. President. I, I will take that under consideration. Um, so, the solar system containing Serpo is a binary star system, or you know, two suns, rather than one like our solar system.
4: Mm-hmm. Well your answer just makes more questions for me okay so as I understand it as you say their planet has two suns. wouldn't that mean that the planet was hot because of the both suns I guess that explains uh, you know their eyes having the uh, the double eyelids from the heat right yes
5: yeah yes Mr. president their suns do not set. Like ours, so there is daylight during their entire day, um, with the exception of a short period where both suns hit the horizon.
4: You know, I wonder what life is like on Serpico.
5: Oh, Mr. President, it Serpo. is called a Serpo. Serpo yes, um, Mr.
4: President,
0: s-
5: spelled S-E-R-P-O, and and I think that will have to be given in a different level of briefings, right, Mr. Director?
0: Yeah, Mr. President, I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. We have all that information about the visitor's planet, but we would have to present that information at a different briefing. We just need to get through this.
4: Yeah, sure, all the levels, right. uh, Yeah, we'll get used to it. So, have these aliens visited other places on Earth?
0: Uh, Mr. President, the Soviet Union has had their contacts with these aliens, yes. I know, your favorite. That's what I
4: was getting at.
0: We have a great deal of intelligence that would indicate the Soviets had their own Roswell, so to speak. What they know is about the same as we know. They had some bodies back in the late 50s, but our intelligence would indicate that the species of the aliens were different.
4: Well, hard not to think that wasn't on purpose. Okay, well, then Bill, that presents a very disturbing feeling for me, uh, getting the Russians involved. Are you telling me there's different races or species, as you said, visiting Earth at the same
0: time. Uh, caretaker, why don't you take that question?
5: Yes, Mr. President, but I, um, I hesitate to state the reason. We should have that discussion in a...
4: Oh, just answer meeting. the simple question of uh, how many different species here. You don't have to go into details, since I'm sure it's a, a different level again, but, you know, I've, I've been hearing that all morning.
5: I am so sorry, Mr. President, if I upset you.
4: No, no, don't feel that way, Mr. Caretaker. I'm not upset. You're all my advisors. Now, as president, I must listen to you and can take your advice. I'm not upset. I'm sorry for giving you that impression. Can you tell me how many different species have visited us? Mr. Director?
0: Go ahead, uh, Ms. Caretaker. Want to remind the president? I'm a a,
5: a man. I'm i'm a man i'm sorry my hair's a little long and i have a high i
0: apologize i guess i need to get open to the 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 non-binary star system i need to 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 wrap my mind around
5: i have i have a penis fair
0: enough i just um let's keep this about aliens mr caretaker i apologize i just uh just go ahead and answer the president's question
5: so no one thinks andy gibb isn't a man he has longer hair than me. Well, that um, man's
0: hit and he should point. be arrested. Uh, am I wrong? We should arrest every man with long hair, as far as I'm concerned. Nope. Uh, well, he, the president yeah. had a question. How many alien species do we know of?
5: Okay, at least five.
4: And they're all friendly? Mr. Director?
0: Uh, Advisor One, do you want to step in here? Mr. President,
2: that is a very difficult question to answer. There are many parameters that we follow to evaluate the threat. However, we have little intelligence on four of the five. We have plenty of intel on the Ebens. Gee, they've given us everything we've asked for. Uh, They've also helped us to understand the other four species. Uh, I'm afraid to say, Mr. President, and uh, please don't misunderstand my words, but uh, we think one of the species is very
4: hostile. I mean, for Christ's sakes. I'm the President of the United States of America. I should know if we're endangered by some threat from outer space. If you have something to say about a threat posed by one of these species of aliens, then I want to hear it.
2: Mr. President, we have intelligence that would indicate this one species of aliens have abducted people from Earth. Uh, They performed scientific and medical tests on the human to the best of our knowledge, no humans killed. So, But the intelligence uh, is from witnesses. So if someone was killed, we probably wouldn't have spoken to them.
4: And we haven't uh, thoroughly evaluated this intelligence as a team. I see. And do we have operational war plans on this?
2: Uh, Yes, Mr. President. We have war plans on all potential threats to our country.
4: Good. Let us not forget the world. If these creatures attack... Some other country, we would have to help and step in, like I did in Bedtime for Bonzo. Excellent film, Mister President.
0: Wonderful.
5: wonderful. That wonderful that one co-star. I did have time to see. Yes, Thank wonderful. Yes,
0: Multiple I think that's the last movie I saw. No long hair on the men in that in nope. that movie, sir. The way it should be,
2: trim and tight. Yep, uh, Mister President. We have absolutely no evidence that this particular alien race has any plans to attack the United States of America. Or planet Earth.
4: Well, I, I guess we really got off the subject there, and that's my my fault. Uh, I want to know if uh, about the threats. Now, you don't have to hide anything from me. Is that understood? Yes, sir. Well, okay. Continue. How many other presidents received this briefing?
0: Uh, uh, Mr. President? Mr. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so, oh, sorry. No, 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 please. Okay. Oh, okay. Mr. Caretaker, please.
5: Thank you. Um, I have briefed President Nixon, Ford, and you. Um, President Carter was never given the entire briefing. I have no answer good. as to why good. he wasn't given the briefing.
4: Well, knowing that guy probably couldn't understand it from being from Georgia. He's a simple peanut farmer. <laughs> but that's just a <laughs> semantics.
0: Very good. Very good. It's, a, it's a dry joke. It's a real dry joke. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, uh, Mr. President, I don't if you're interested, the five species are called Ebens, Arquiloids, Quadloids, Heplaloids, and Trantaloids.
0: Plataloids. Mm-hmm.
5: Yep, these names were given to the alien species by the intelligence community, specifically MJ5. The Ebens are friendly, the Trantaloids are the dangerous ones.
4: My God. Just knowing we have names for these things are amazing. Uh,
0: Mr. President. We have a trantaloid, but 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 it's dead. We captured it in 1961 in Canada. Dirty, dirty Canada. Yes. We had it in captivity until 1962 when it died.
4: Well, thank God they leave good reviews.
0: They okay. do love their podcast, which is a, a, a technology that we really haven't wrapped our brains around.
4: We learned about it through a time tunnel.
0: We learned, a bit. we learned about it through EB1. That's yeah. EB1 taught us about podcasting. Mr. Podcast.
5: President, you cannot share information about podcasting to not even Nancy. That is, because the the public will go into a panic if they realize that in the future, people will be able to have their own radio shows free from uh, censorship.
3: Just well, in well, and air. Are.
4: They're afraid of long-form discussion, is what it is. Well, that's a lot to digest. I'd like to hear a little bit more about the hostile ones.
2: Uh, Mr. President, uh, may May I step in here?
4: By all means, advisor number one. Well, Mr. President, these hostile aliens
2: are pretty sneaky. Mm -hmm. They seem to appear and disappear, which is beyond our technical understanding. They also seem to float or uh, defy gravity, and uh, we have actual photographs of them doing this. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yes, absolutely. We have a, uh, a classic abduction incident uh, that was recorded by military intelligence personnel. It happened in 1979 uh, near a military installation.
4: Do we know where? Uh, yes, sir, in New Mexico. Goddamn New Mexico. What is it with that place? Uh, I mean, they love it there. They, uh, well, Ms. What is it about New Mexico? Can you tell the, me that? I, I, dry it, like, it's like their home planet,
0: D. maybe. We don't, we don't really uh, yeah. know, but yeah there's something that we need to tell you about the Trantaloids. It's very yeah. important Mr President, if you could just get let us get to this point get yes. to uh, it the
2: Trantaloids um they can imitate humans uh, they can look like blonde humans specifically uh, however, uh, they are not blonde humans but actually uh quite ugly looking insects.
4: I'm sorry. did you say insects? did you say yeah? Incense? Yeah,
0: they are—they uh, <laughs> are pretty nasty looking.
4: <sighs> well, those would stand out, I suppose. Uh, no, uh, Mr. Oh. Mr. President. Um, a- as I said,
2: uh, they can imitate looking like humans.
4: Now, how 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 do they do that? I mean, is that is that is, do they do the makeup like I, in the movies, or what are we talking about here? Uh,
3: uh,
2: well, Mr. President. Is, um, uh, I can assure you, they don't use makeup, at least not like you have in uh, your many many acclaimed films. Uh, They do have the ability to change their bodies.
4: They can be killed though, yes?
2: Uh, uh, Yes, yes, yes. Uh, They're just flesh and blood, like a human body. Uh, They can be killed, but their spaceships have a force field around them. Uh, They can be shot down, uh, but it, it takes some doing. Yeah,
0: Mr. President, we, we have to use a small-style nuclear missile to shoot them down, but we haven't actually done that yet. Uh, we have experimented in Nevada on the captured craft that we have of one of theirs.
4: My God. Well, I hope we haven't used atomic missiles. So what does that mean? I have to give that order? We're doing that today? Uh, but we
0: understand that you have to give the order to do it. We haven't actually done it. That's the... Advisor, please... Yeah, Mr. President
2: no, no, we haven't uh, used any nuclear missiles uh, as of yet to shoot down any alien flying craft. If we had to shoot one down, for
4: instance,
2: if a group of them attacked us you know,
4: maybe. maybe we should call Captain Kirk, huh <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, Mr.
4: good sir You're good. Well, a little humor is good in, in any situation, I suppose.
2: <laughs>
4: okay, Mr. President, I'll,
2: I'll call Scotty.
4: <laughs> yeah, maybe Gene Roddenberry knows too, The hippie.
2: Okay. Uh, well, our, our air defenses are uh, as best prepared as they can be against any form of attack by this group.
4: Now, let's get into that a little bit. How do we do that? I mean, with our pilots, do they know? Uh, not exactly,
2: uh, but we have a system to cover any threat. A war plan? Yes, Mr. President. We do have war plans just for this event or possible event.
4: Well, I, I think that's enough for today, gentlemen. Uh, set something up for tomorrow and we can finish this.
0: Uh, okay, Mr. President.
4: I want to thank everyone for a very thorough briefing. I was educated beyond belief. I will have a different attitude every time I look up in the sky.
0: Tape ends. Wow. And i The wild truth is, as much as we sprinkled ad-libs in that, that was more, most of that is exactly written as <laughs> transcribed. Uh, it's just weird stuff. Uh, there's also a huge section about an exchange program between aliens and human astronauts that traveled to pro- pro- uh, planet Serpo where 12 humans went there and only, like, nine came back. Like, a couple died, and then a wow. few humans decided they want to a- live there. The <sighs> Reagan wanted to know if that's what Close Encounters was based on, so, you know, he goes into talking about how, like, you know, he's heard that Hollywood is into all these rumors, so it's just wild. That really is weird stuff. wild,
1: yeah. man. Yeah, I you know what? I-, I had never, I had, believe it or not, I'd never heard of that before oh yeah those transcripts. i mean
0: jen what do you think you read this yesterday and i sent you the full transcript is this yeah. real or fake
5: well i had read these before um years ago and um oh. i didn't remember a lot of it and i if you had asked me before i read it hey did you read these before i'd go oh yeah it's amazing it's all true and then when i reread it i was like oh god this is insane <laughs> I want it to be true. I mean, these little things convince me it is, like the little jokes Reagan made. But then I go, no, that's just. Did you guys hear that? All right, do you know that documentary about? uh... Sorry, it's a podcast series documentary about the song "Winds of Change" by some metal band. Yes,
0: Yes. I haven't heard it, but yes, yes. Okay, conspiracy
2: you're talking about?
5: Yeah. Well, they posit that ultimately, like the CIA wrote that song and gave it to the band to sing. um so that you know they could influence the whatever the, the democracy around the world anyway so my point is maybe this was written by the cia for some reason i See, can't I, figure I, out why. Uh, it could
0: be disinformation that was leaked, it could have been fan fiction. I'll tell you what, i corrected a lot of spelling errors in here like t h e r for t h e i r. So there's some stuff where you're like, okay, somebody's like this probably didn't really come from a government office, but there are a little fun specifics and i would love to know uh that we have at least 5 alien species visiting and only one of them is hostile yeah well you know
5: either there is um an article and anyone can google it it's in the smithsonian that in uh the 80s reagan announced publicly that he talked to gorbachev and said let's can we both agree to work together and pause the cold war should either of our countries be attacked by aliens and gorb uh agreed and this was not a secret this was said in public and yeah. so you know i that that makes you think what did he yeah. know
0: he mentioned well, he was speeches, a UFO,
1: he was a ufo witness he was in his private plane and he did spot a ufo traveling alongside of his plane he actually had his pilot uh try and follow it for some time so he was a ufo witness And what followed after that eyewitness account that he had was that famous UN speech where he said, I often think that if some outside force came in, that we would all forget our problems and work together, you know, some alien threat. He used those words, alien threat, that we would forget our problems and come together. And that speech was motivated by him just sort of ruminating on what these things were. Or perhaps
5: a briefing at Camp David. Yeah,
0: maybe it all happened in 1981, right after he was inaugurated. We got to close out this alien transcripts for Reagan. We're running over. Uh, We have some time for some brief questions. Uh, Jen, you want to stick around and answer some questions? Guys, if you have questions for Jen, write it in. Uh, Riley, you want to ask these questions that are popping up over here? Okay, we're going to take about five minutes to do this, and then we got to wrap it up.
2: All right, so quick answers. Here we go. This is uh, Oxymoron A-Roll asks, question for the BCC boys. What paranormal slash high strangeness slash unexplained thing are you afraid of the most?
0: Alien greys.
2: Demonic possession.
0: Shadow people. Don't like it. All right. Uh, Wait, Jen,
2: oh,
5: about Jen. I agree. A demonic possession.
2: Ooh. Yeah. Two for demons. Uh, Atthon R8 asks, question. It's been two weeks. Do we know where Kate Comer stands on Skunk Ape?
0: that's a good question uh she had posted about it on her instagram i think she's she's very open minded about it she learned a lot about it she said so head over to her instagram Kate Comer's instagram i think she had some answers and feel free to ask that question and tag her
1: i've Mm got to do my follow-up sales calls an important part of uh sales
0: you're dressed (laughs) for the dressed for the part
1: gotta follow up uh
2: big daddy b asks when are you guys going back to the clubhouse i also ask that guys it's a
0: good question um we're all vaxxed and ready to go it's just been a matter of scheduling right now but uh and you know it's tough to ask like um guests now in a post-pandemic world to come all the way over to somebody's house yeah so i think we'll be doing some more uh especially with the three of us we'll be doing some stuff in the clubhouse we've tried we tried to do it for travis walton and it fell apart because we're all working like crazy right now so i'll tell you what soon we're,
2: we're getting together for that jet special
0: that's right baby oh Thanks. yeah all right here we
2: go um borrow stoner asks actually he just says or she the boys need to get leslie keen on the show agreed
0: all right uh, yeah, we'll uh, that.
2: wonderful Gwyn cornell asks is the government faking bigfoot videos to distract us from their secretive bigfoot technology bryce why don't you feel this one
1: (laughs) that's that's good i've never heard about that or thought about that but i'm gonna i like that i like that a lot why not right um i could see them doing something sneaky like that for sure um i love this idea Heck, be portals uh yeah they, look they'd be interested in in the cloaking capabilities uh of, of bigfoot creatures 100 percent, absolutely all right cool all right derek cole draws shout out hey,
0: shout out derek he uh drew our big bcc clubhouse t-shirt that's up on the merch shop right now oh yeah
3: hell yeah all of all of our listeners and
0: work. a fellow uh and a canadian who gave us five stars thank you that's thank right you. You thank you Dirty, can thank dirty you. That's Canadian.
2: <laughs> Uh, he asked if the three of you were to form a real BJ and the Shadow Batsman uh I I'm going to correct you to when the three of us form it uh who would play what instrument and what would our stage names be
0: uh, <laughs> Well that's well, I obviously Riley Bryce would play right obviously
1: guy. everything I mean he'd be yeah. like one of those dudes with like he's like the, the guitar on his drum kit playing the guitar and you know
0: But Bryce you're obviously BJ I'm BJ obviously yeah he's BJ um i i can only sing so i don't know i might i might be a backup uh backup singer and i'm just called the shadow boxer that's what i do you
1: can learn harmonica pretty soon pretty quick i'm sure, sure i'll so. be
0: the harmonica sing. player
1: yeah. yeah i think I'm
2: like i'll be like leon batwing maybe yeah,
0: yeah. Something like that. jen jen what are you gonna do what part are you playing in this band and what's your name
5: i do i can play piano i don't know what the reference is so my name would probably just be um jen
0: Okay. great you know great. what i am gonna play the monica uh harmonica and i'm gonna be called mouthman instead of yeah. mouth man, i'm the mouth man <laughs> that's mine yeah, um oh, man. i like okay. this one riley why don't you read these back and forth comments that uh we got what? sent over this is pretty great. Uh,
2: cat hex says i've been very impressed with bryce's australian accent lately oh. and uh get on the beers replies it is not a good australian accent <laughs> <Trust me." laughs>
0: Spoken like a true Australian. Get on the beers. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, I would have you to. You know, agree we, try. we try. We yeah. try. It's better than I can do. That's why I give it to him. Oh my! Yeah, God. Um, we got one. Yeah, invisible.
2: <laughs> yeah. Stephen Mayer Jr., who is also a, a friend yeah, of the show, no, no. chat on the internet sometimes. uh He says that invisible producer Mike has got to be so weirded out by now. That... <laughs>
0: nope, yep, nope, there yep, he is. There he is. Oh, one of us. All now. right. One we got two us. more questions left.
2: All right. Hither Muse asks. Well, we've all been wondering club Bryce video
0: Question? Oh wow.
2: Here's what, what I think. About. It's dropping with the jet ski special.
1: Oh Damn. shit. Oh. Hear that.
2: All right. You, no. heard
1: you heard it here first. You found it. You got it?
2: You came, you came through. You came through. So uh
1: oh my god. Oh wait. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we
2: were talking about the completely absorbed by the strange video. That will be dropping with the jet ski special. The club Bryce video, Michael. Did you find it? We tried to find it. We looked through a tape.
0: oh yes 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 I'll tell you what we should watch while he's looking I've got it here we played it the other night at my place and it was all blank so I haven't gone through I gotta play through all of this tape to see if it pops up anywhere on here but we (laughs) did we were given a very beautiful treasure trove from Bryce called MTV Networks uh rock and jock bass brawl where Bryce pitches uh against major league players and it is one (laughs) of the greatest things we've ever seen we're gonna figure out how to get this up on the patreon we got to get it digitized uh it's probably violating every copyright law law around but it is don't tell anybody i I, i'll post some (laughs) videos after this drops on the main feed the audio for this up on the instagram you got to see some of these shots of bryce pitching it's pretty great all right
2: and uh, um, final question here uh for the where where do this is a uh, borrow stoner oh borrow Stoner i already asked your question but we'll try one more uh where do you guys stand on the gin dj like
0: genies or demons that's, that's i'm uh, open to it i don't know i need we need to do some research i i the
2: gin is a yeah the djinn, djinn real as like fuck spirits
0: yeah. they're like de- demons another type, type of, of name uh, same thing
2: similar to yeah. an angel mm-hmm. yeah
0: i don't want any of it
2: yeah 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 i'm with jen pass from jen
0: uh certain type of spirit in islam similar to an angel the word jinn comes from the arabic Jinn, a plural noun that means both demons of spirits literally hidden from sight the word genie shares the same as uh arabic root, so that's what i i I thought it was related to genie. you know what we haven't done the story of high strangeness on it and we should absolutely there
2: we go we got another episode
0: we'll look into it all right we got to wrap this up i'm going to thank everybody involved tonight i want to thank jen kirkman for joining yes, us jen. i want to thank uh listener austin for putting himself at risk during uh bullshit or believe it i want to thank, thank you austin. uh invisible producer mike i want to thank, thank you, everybody mike. at ludo for making this happen thank you mm-hmm. to the listeners thanks for getting us those five-star reviews we look forward to making that bcc jet ski special for you guys it will be dropping in the fall we promise uh and of course thank you to my co-host uh bryce And Riley, as always, Um, Jen, where can people find you and your work?
5: Just follow me on Twitter at Jen Kirkman and they can check out my podcast called No Fun, which is available everywhere you get podcasts.
4: Fantastic.
0: All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you for being here on the show. Until next time. Oh, by the way, I'll be sticking around for some one-on-one backstage hangs. So uh, I'll be joining you guys who are over there in just a moment uh, for the rest of you. Until next time, good night.
1: Bigfoot Collectors Club is produced by Riley Bray. Our theme song is Come Alone by Sun Eaters, courtesy of Lotus Pool Records. If you like the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps get the podcast to more listeners. To support the show, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash Bigfoot Collectors Club and unlock multiple reward episodes every month.
0: Hey guys, Heather Ashley here, host of the Big Mad True Crime Podcast. If you're looking for a true crime podcast with all of the details and none of the small talk, you have found your people. Each week, we dive deep into a new case and learn everything there is to know, from getting to know the victim and the impact their cases had on those around them, to the investigation into what happened to them and who is or might be responsible. And if the bad guy looks like he might drink whiskey by a dumpster or has the social skills of an ogre, we say it because we were all thinking it anyway. As the name suggests, we get big mad over true crime, and I would love to have you join our incredible community of listeners with big hearts and zero time for small talk. Subscribe to Big Mad True Crime anywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to new episodes every single Monday. Hey, this is Eric Malinsky, host of the podcast Imaginary Worlds. Each episode, I explore different sci-fi fantasy genres, talking with filmmakers, novelists, game designers, cosplayers, comic book artists, and anyone who works in the field of make-believe. I also look at the fan experience, asking, why do we suspend our disbelief? You can subscribe to Imaginary Worlds wherever you get your podcasts.